Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club. I'm Lisa. I'm Jess. And I apologize, we had another impromptu break. Well, it was a planned break because we planned. had trips to take. I actually didn't end up going on my trip. And then Jessica got sick. Yeah, I got the, the good old COVID. Yeah, so which actually I have- helped me out because I was behind in my reading anyways. So. <laughs> time. And I'm way ahead in my reading yeah. now because of it because I was all I really could do other than like binge watch TV shows. So... I'm going to do my best to remember this book because I feel like this was a whole nother lifetime that I read it, but I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I it wasn't as long ago for me because I screwed myself because I tried to sneak in the second River of Shadows book, which uh, you actually read that, too. But I did. Yep. Yeah. I kind of feel like we need to do an episode to talk about that because I have a lot to say. <laughs> there are some moments there. I read something I've never read before and I, I don't necessarily think I ever need to read again mm-hmm. but maybe yes we'll have to do a little I was here for it myself but anyway uh, yeah that's, that's <laughs> another episode yeah yeah let's stick with uh, our book which book of Azriel. yeah book of Azriel. Yeah. this was one I had been seeing everywhere on like a lot of the bookstagram accounts I follow are still talking about it um and really? so yeah, it's like I guess it's in the like higher echelon. Is that the right word? Like I don't know. It seems like well regarded in the online book community. Interesting. Yeah, I th- I feel like we might be on the same page with this. With yes, this book. because I haven't told you how I felt about it because I wanted to wait and see till I was done. Yeah, I yeah. look like I've got nothing bad to say about the book like it's I thought it was well written I -hmm. thought there's definitely a world there you know like the there's a lot of world (laughs) yeah and like you know it had it had all of the elements that I normally go for but I don't know I just I I found I had a really difficult time connecting to it mm-hmm. and and that's part of the reason it just I felt like it was taking me forever to read yep I felt the same I am well I mean there's a lot about it that I really did like I loved that like our heroine was actually kind of like the bad the bad person you know <laughs> like she was kind of like gnarly um and she's done a lot of like things that I wasn't sure we would be able to forgive her for but they work through that um I liked that I thought that it had almost like more of a like sci-fi space odyssey kind of feel. And I know that you don't love that. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to be Lisa's jam. Yeah, it, just had it was a different tone. Yeah, it was to. more. I wasn't quite sure. I guess we're talking about like a different race of people, like a different realm. Yes. And basically like we've got the celestials. Right. That's what they call them. Yeah. Which I have a really hard time saying because that's like an antiquated racist term for people that come from the East. Oh, <laughs> like I didn't even China. know that. Yeah. Well, from I know it from watching Deadwood. Give me some education. Like in the, in the Deadwood era, like that's what they called oh. all the Chinese that would settle. They called them all celestials. So for some reason, because oh. of that, like every time they used that word, I just kept 
thinking about that, which is like, it's fine. It's the word doesn't need to mean that, but it's, I just it's, went to like angels. Like I thought that's what it meant. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess I was kind of confused about who they were. Cause they're like these, they represent as human, you know, they look human. There's nothing really otherworldly looking about them except for that they're beautiful. So I guess they're kind of fae adjacent in that way. I had a really hard time understanding what they were and like what made them different and like, yeah, kind of how to register them in my catalog of creatures. (laughs) Yeah. Because I guess like they don't even, I guess they have magic, but not really like their magic is in the rings that they have and they're able to like call weapons from them which is cool yeah no that was neat like I didn't dislike him I was just having a hard time like getting a handle on the world Mm -hmm, and how it worked um and then you did learn a little bit so like the celestials the first one that you meet that Diana is fighting Ezekiel I think his name was Yes. Um, there's, there's like a, we find they. She keeps using the term the hands. They're like the hand of the main this guy, big scary one that's gonna return. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. There, that's like his army is called the hand. And then you learn later in the novel that the hands were created by the gods as their soldiers or companions or again I'm not really you know this is book one of a series that's ongoing and so there's definitely a lot of mystery that's left in it but yeah it's just like I don't know if it's because the world building was clunky or there's just like it was purposefully done that way because she wants to to leave these mysteries to unfold as we move along. But yeah, I didn't really understand their role except that Liam, the main guy or Sam Keel or the world ender. He's got, yeah, he's got a lot of different names. He, you know that he had a hand in destroying the realm that they all come from, which is called, Got it in my books somewhere. There are Ram Well, the world that they live in now is called Anuna, and it's the world between where the mortals and the les- lesser creatures live. Um, Rashiram. That's yeah, what see, it's I called. I just found all that. Con- I mean, it's not really that important. Whatever. But I mean, is I it? Is it, it? Confusing I don't know. to like put it all together, like. Essentially, we find out he destroyed his planet, right? So that planet's yeah. not around, but there's still like shards of the planet. Yeah, like and he, he goes back created, to the shard. <laughs> yeah, like he created like a shell planet to yeah. live in in isolation because he has a lot of like guilt. tortured feelings and guilt over what he did, and he can't really be around other people, and so he has his hand. That has created a council that lives on um, wherever they on live. Nuna. That kind of he's like basically just a figurehead at this point, and they rule in his absence. Yeah, which there's a lot there that I thought was cool because like he's kind of this like myth, and it's like is he real or is he not real? Like, does the world ender exist or is this just something of legend that like the celestials have like made up? And you know, is there any truth to it? And so there was that like. I love a good like 
you know, is, is, is he real or not kind of thing. And then it comes to light and he is, and like, that's cool and all. I liked that, but there was just something that like, I just didn't connect. I don't yeah. know. And honestly, I like the bad guy and I know I shouldn't because he's well, nasty. That's what I was going to get to too. So, okay. So you've got your cast of characters. You've got Diana Martinez and she is a human that has been turned into this creature that they call an Igmorothan. Igmorothan. Igmorothan, yeah. By Caden in trade for saving her sister's life. And and we aren't really clear on the circumstances of how that went down. And we still aren't by the end of the book. I don't really think that that mystery has, like, I have a feeling that there's something else about Diana's origin story for why Caden picked her. Well, there has to be a reason why she turned the way she did. Cause they talk about that too. Yes. Like she's the only one he successfully has turned to like an actual creature. Yeah. And the rest um, of them keep turning into these other creatures called, yeah. uh, or And they're like these other kind of similar creatures to the Igmorothans, except they are to- like, they're not human at all. Like, they yeah. don't have the shell of a human or the, like, intelligence of a human. They're just kind of the monster. And they're also kind of dangerous to the Igmorothans because they're the only ones that can really hurt them. Like, they can't heal from the wounds that they give them as as easily. Well, and uh, I was confused, too, because, like, I thought that they kind of implied that Gabby had been turned as well. Yeah, yeah. she is, because she's going to she have is. a really she's long immortal, life. But, but why she's, is she totally normal? Like, yeah, she's just, like, exactly. a human girl that happens to be, you know, long-lived. Yeah, like, she doesn't yeah, have I, any other special powers. But then Diana's, like, this crazy, like, beast-killing machine. So. I mean, my only thought was, and it wasn't really explained, so I don't know if there's a reason for that that we're going to circle back around to but she was like very close to death okay. like she was pretty much almost dead when <laughs> Wait, Diana was her. or no, Gabby Gabby was. okay so she just didn't have like enough juice in her system yeah that's to, like... that's what I how I took it but I it wasn't really explained that well there's a lot in this book where it's like you've got some pieces but you don't have the full story and yeah. you kind of just have to like and I think it's purposeful it in some ways but I don't know about in all ways because I don't know this is so weird so this book was long like so long pretty long and it's like in some places I'm like if this doesn't need to be this long like tight you could have tightened it up but then like you know you you also could have spent the time explaining some other things a little bit more but you know since it's an ongoing series I, I don't know how much of that was purposeful versus just you know I, I don't know what else she's written. I'm not sure what number book this is. And and I'm not, you know, no knocks to her. Like I said, it's it's it was well written. Like it had yeah. everything. For some reason, I just didn't connect to it. And I know a lot of other people did because everybody's talking about it. But people I like, love I it. Absolutely wouldn't put it in my tops. I mean, it is like a fun new world, but I don't think Liam actually fits like what you and I typically love in like the male like character, you know, because he's kind of like. I don't know. He's just kind of like tortured and he's really like, he's like a rule follower. He's kind of boring. Like, he is a little bit boring. And even when yeah. you get, so they end up making, making a pact. So I'm like totally getting ahead of myself, but whatever. I'm assuming that people that listen to this have read it. So yeah, <laughs> I don't stick to any rules. Don't be like Liam. <laughs> yeah. So 
so Diana gets captured. Well, I want to go back to what I was saying about Ezekiel. So the first celestial, they know that they're out there. Diana and her two sidekicks, Alistair and Tobias. They're like yeah. the the inner circle of Caden, who is the, her kind of, I don't know, boss, owner, captor. Lover. Maker, lover. It's complicated. Um, but about all. Yeah. but And and he's an interesting character, too, because yeah, he, I like him. he stays. You like him, but like, why? We barely got anything from him. He stays he's like not really Liam. shrouded in mystery. Yeah. And I'm, I know that there's going to we're going to get more of him in the next book. But I did think that that was that was something that was strange about this book, because in other books, you would have gotten a lot more from Caden's perspective. And I yeah. think it was done so that you it was very carefully hiding the the you know climax at the end of the book. Yeah, I think it was intentional. Like I think Caden was supposed to kind of be hiding and you were supposed to really just be focused on like the relationship that was developing between Liam and Diana. Is it Diana? Diana. Yeah. And like all the like all these like different characters that were introduced to you. There are so many characters in this book. Yeah. Um, because they're like basically using like Diana's resources, but every single one of them betray her basically is the just yeah, of it. Yeah, I got something to say about that. Yeah, and but. so I think that Caden was kind of like meant to just be the character that was behind the scenes, like the little puppet master. Yeah, she I guess already I just would have liked was. to have had more of, of that. I, don't I know. mean, like, I think I, more of him is coming. Like, Yeah, I think so too, but I don't know. I just, I found, I don't know. I don't want to say sloppy because I think it was done intentionally, but I guess I just didn't like it as much as I would have if you would have a little bit of something like I mean that could have been a really good like why he could have been in there being that like taunting nemesis that just was always kind of there like messing with her mind like that would have been really intriguing I mean you knew something was coming because it was almost like well this is too easy like it is too easy totally like leaving you alone for the most part yeah, so like the whole book was like that. Like it was basically just like a setup for Liam and Diana to have a road trip, and eventually, fuck in a really weird way. I don't even. It's weird. They just were like, I, I guess we're gonna do this now. Um, well, they didn't they, even fuck. Yeah, they didn't truly fuck, right? They like no. There's some like blow job. Did she give him a blow job? Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm I'm okay with that. I don't necessarily need them to fuck in the first book. As long as I just there's like a little like bit of something sprinkled in, but I just didn't care forced. really. Yeah, like, it didn't seem like I've talked about this before. I love it when something just seems organic in a book. It did not seem organic at all. It seemed like these two are going to have to be lovers because that's the point of this story. And like I don't know, I don't know. I feel bad because part of me liked it, and then but part of me was just like something's off. Yeah, like I'm definitely going to read the second book. Oh yeah, because the ending is fantastic and I have All to say about this the ending. is so funny so I'm totally getting off track because I still have to make my point about Ezekiel <sighs> sorry I but won't no, let you it's do okay. it um my friend Elaine who had read this book already and I had asked because I saw that the second book was out because sometimes when I'm like almost done I'll just look to see like oh, okay is the second book out like am I gonna be annoyed when I get done and I have to wait and I'm like oh the second book's out so I, I asked her, that. like, did you read the second book? And she said, no, I haven't read it yet, but I'm not in like a huge hurry to because it's focused on a different couple. And Wait, I was what? Like, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, OK. And this was when I was maybe like halfway through the book. And so 
for like the whole last half of the book, I'm thinking, okay, this this storyline, this main storyline is going to wrap up. And then I'm getting like 70% into the book, 80% into the book. I'm thinking, this storyline is not wrapping up. It and if wrap up it does wrap up, it's going to be in a really unsatisfying way. And then there's like a cliffhanger ending. And I, <laughs> so she reads too much. That's the problem. She's one of those like lightning fast readers and just blows through books. And so she's like, yeah, the second book's about Sam Keel. Somebody named Sam Keel. And oh my like, gosh, she didn't even realize it was him? I'm like, that's the, the main guy. That's like his, his name's Sam Keel, but he goes by Liam. And she's like, wait. And then she says, is there like a side character who the other side character <laughs> thinks is really hot and she turns into a house cat? And I said, no. no. Like, okay, I, I'm thinking of the wrong book. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I figured that you were once I got to the end and it was a cliffhanger. And then I read the synopsis for the second book. But it was just so funny because I had this like, you know, I had this whatever you call it. Words escape me. This presumption that the story was going to be wrapping up as I was reading it. So, I mean, I don't care. I thought it was hilarious, but. It's Anyways, that's it. just a side note. But Does what that I was- make you like feel a little bit better that like when you're like, I don't know how Elaine reads so many books so quickly. Like <laughs> well, she like, doesn't remember shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's even less than us. I mean, so. look, yeah, I was going to say no shade because I don't remember much when I get done. Like, that's why I have to take notes because I can't I wouldn't remember anything. Um, I actually did not remember the main lady's first name. I had to look that up and be like, oh, right, Diana. Okay. Um, but what I was going to say about the, the these enemies to lovers books, like, so, and I'm not like specifically calling this book out because I've noticed it with some regularity in, 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 in the enemies to lovers trope that I've been reading. But I feel like they just, they totally skip over the slow build or like, mm-hmm. you know, at the start of this, you get it. There's a setup for celestials and the gods hate the Igmorothans. And there was this big gods war and their mortal enemies. And Liam just killed a bunch of those creatures. And there are just monsters that want to kill and murder. So they're, you know, meant to be enemies. So I understand that. And he's torturing her when he captures her for information. Um, and then you know, something happens. They have like one good interaction with each other or, you know, they make a deal because uh, she agrees to help him find this book that Caden is looking for, the book of Asriel, which Liam doesn't even know whether or not this book is real. He doesn't think it's real. Yeah, he doesn't think it's real. But if it is, he doesn't want Caden finding it first. Um, And in, in exchange they're going to protect Gabby because Gabby, her sister, is essentially vulnerable. Even though she's immortal, she has no magic, no way of protecting herself, and she's kind of, you know, a lamb in a den of wolves or whatever. Um, and so a part of of that pact was doing, like, a, a blood pact with one another. So it's like, you know, you can't break those. Anytime you get magical people's blood, that's binding. And after that, they she starts having what they call blood dreams where, you know, it's a great narrative device because it enables uh, Diana to walk through his dreams and memories and kind yeah. of get, get this more full picture of the person that he used to be and the events that transpired that, like, led him to be who he is. And so, you know, she has, like, one 
vision. And I think it's even of him like fucking somebody else. Yeah. Imogen. Imogen. Yeah. And then, you know, she's like, oh, he's so much more carefree than he was now. And he's just this like party boy prince that doesn't want responsibility. And somehow throughout these blood dreams, she is able to humanize him, I guess, more. But this happens like one or two times. And then and I don't know what happens on his end. He just kind of sees starts seeing her humanity. No, I think her like. I mean, I think it's right from the beginning, like before they make their pact, he sees because she basically betrays Caden, kills his third and then and to save one of the Celestials because Logan is like mated and she recognizes that love. And like there's something in her that respects that and wants to save it. And so I think that's the first like the first moment like all of the celestials and Liam were like whoa you're not just like a blood craved like beast Monster, like how yeah. we've made you up to be like the what the igmar whatever they're called igmarathans and so that's like the first moment and then they make this pact and in that pact he realizes how much her sister means to him or her and that's another moment of like oh wait she loves she cares so then he's like immediately like, I got to reevaluate my entire like thought process on like what the Igmarathians are. Yeah, I guess so. I just I didn't feel like to your point earlier, I didn't feel like it happened organically. I felt like yeah. they hated each other. He was torturing her. And then all of a sudden they have like a couple good exchanges and they're best of friends and they're yeah, and like changed. And, like, let's not forget, like, they they meet up with each other because she, like, goes in and just, like, destroys his whole council, like, kills a whole bunch of people and, like, basically shapeshifts into this guy. And, like, you know, that guy's dead because that's how they function when they yeah, take over body. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool thing. It's, like, so they eat people and then they're able to, like, absorb their identities. Their identity. Or kind of, like, yeah. even like use them as pup even use their dead bodies as puppets and some I think that's that Tobias's guy's special power they all have kind of special powers yeah and we don't really know what hers is but Alistair's able to like pull memories and and thoughts from people and kind of turn their brains into mush and make them his robots like zombies yeah yeah and then Tobias is able to basically like have some sort of necromancy he's like a necromancer Yeah. yeah And so, yeah, so they're, they have like, they've killed these celestials, but then they're using them, their bodies or shape shifting into them to kind of pose as, as them so that nobody knows they're spying on them. I thought that was neat. That was a cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the problem is that the Igor, I cannot say their name, whatever. Those guys are so much more interesting than the celestials. Sadly. And like, I I know I, I recognize that like they're the bad guys in the story, <laughs> but I don't know. I just find them so much more interesting. And I find Caden interesting. I'm like, OK, obviously something has like gave given Caden this drive to like, I must destroy the Celestials. And yeah, I think it so, goes beyond like them yeah, being we don't enemies. Know. We don't know yet, but we do find out that Caden, Alistair, Tobias, and Diana, we assume, are the four kings of Yejedin. Yeah, who so are it's the like, like special Igmorothans. Honestly, this is at that point I felt like I'm like, oh my god, like that's why this book is so long because it's like it gives you one, it's like this is what this world's about. 
but then yeah there's actually this and but then let's unfold it to this and then surprise over here this is actually this but you don't know about this yet but now let's talk about this and it's just like what like where do I focus like well and yeah and then it's, it's all dropped in but you're not at the same time you're not really getting any of that because it's all about developing the relationship between Liam yes. and Diana and at some point I don't know I just feel like Maybe it's because she chose to isolate all those characters from the majority of the action that's going on around them. So you didn't really get to feel a part of any of the worlds. You were like watching them from a, a window. You were an observer instead of being like in the a story with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I so maybe see that. maybe yeah. that's that's what it was. And and you know, like I get it. Like you gotta set the scene and sometimes like the first book is just about that. It's setting the scene. I mean, Fever is a good example of that. You're not really getting into the story. You're just, the world is being set up for you. Yeah, so but you're you so can... all in the minute, yeah, the no, minute I start that book, I'm just lost. I'm yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is where I'm I not, live now. Yeah, I'm not comparing <laughs> them in terms of the quality or you know I don't want to say quality because again I yeah, feel like, like I'm beating up on this author and, and I do feel bad because I, I do think this book was good there's yeah. plenty about this book that I really liked and that I found the world really interesting and like I said by the end I'm like I'm all in like you know I, I need to read the next one obviously like the whole ending scene was just like so good like I'm like it was like haunting and I'm like I feel like it should be like a like a movie or something but uh it was really cool yeah yeah, I guess that's my complaint is that she she did a good job of introducing me to really interesting characters and then she just didn't let me spend any time with them. Yeah, but, so then, I but just the book wanna, was so long. So what yeah, were we doing all that time? Exactly. It's just like if you want to make a book about an ensemble, then we need yes, the ensemble. That's what it is. Otherwise, don't give me so many characters if you just want to focus on this main couple. And that's fine, too. But I just felt like it was it had a real tug of war within itself of like what kind of book it wanted to be. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, but having that said, yeah, like I there's plenty there that's interesting and and well crafted that I, I do want to go back to. I do want to see what happens. Um, but there's a lot. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. And like I think I, I mentioned it briefly and you said we'll get to that. Like everyone like. It's like the same thing over and over again. She tries to find a contact to help her out. She trusts the contact. The contact betrays her. Yep. She does it again. The contract betrays her. She does it again. When does she stop trying this route? Like, obviously, this isn't working out for you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, also to Liam, like the kind of both of you guys have been around for centuries at this point. Liam's like God, better. right? Like, he should yeah. definitely have a better understanding. And maybe I like, mean, he's I guess like they trauma, kind of, but. yeah, they kind of set it up that, you know, because he's been living in isolation, he's gotten really detached. And, you know, the people yes. that were his inner circle, his hand, um, they used to be his friends. You know, he had these jovial romps with them and they were like, you know, partying together and what have you. And he just has lost the ability to feel anything to feel. for them at all. And yeah. he is concerned about that. You know, he talks about that and he thinks he's concerned about it, but he also doesn't, it doesn't seem like he wants to go back to feeling. He just wants to go back to being in isolation and he doesn't want to have to be there anymore. Well, and I think he's accepted like, because they talk about that a little, like that's just like the way of the gods. Eventually you stop feeling and you just kind of turn to stone, which I thought was pretty cool. Like I get to see this images of like, because you know, you see the old like stone work of like old gods and I'm like, 
what if those actually were the gods and they just stopped feeling and they turned to stone? That's yeah. pretty cool. And so I think part of them was like, I guess this is the process. Like, I guess I'm turning to stone now. Okay. But then in comes some fiery, you know, or whatever. And, you know, he starts feeling things again. And it's like, it is kind of weird. He's like, oh, oh do I actually like, do I have a heart on right now? Oh, I'm feeling I'm attracted. Like there's something happening inside my body. I was like, okay, little boy. Like <laughs> that part was a little weird for me, but I also I think- just side note, I really liked how he could magic his clothes. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was a right? little like element that I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. That was like total like fantasy. Like, oh, he could just like make me a pretty dress too. Mm-hmm. I look good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna say back to Ezekiel though. Oh my gosh, Ezekiel. No, it's, Can we it's get rid I of just, Ezekiel already. Well, I mean, he did. He died. <gasps> he he killed. He killed himself and then made it seem like Diana killed him, or Diana didn't tell anyone that she didn't. So everyone just assumes that she murdered him. And then she confides later to to Liam that he really killed himself for the express purposes of bringing Liam back. back. And I didn't get that. Is it just know. that it like sent up a message to him that there's some yes. shit going down that you're yes. needed for? I think like Liam is connected to all of them. And so he knew that Ezekiel had, you know, moved on at that point. And so that he felt would like, you know, bring Liam out of his hiding I don't know hiding basically. and come get involved again because like they make that like at the beginning like the celestials are very much like like is he gonna come down like where's our friend like is he ever coming back and then there's this idea that once he comes back like that's like the catalyst for something huge but I don't remember like either the world ends because he's the world ender or there's a new beginning of some sort or another war another war I think is what it was the war will begin so yeah. I guess now the war has begun at the, by the end of the Right. Book. I mean, yeah, I would say so by the end of the book. Yeah. And then there's also can't get out of one of these books without a prophecy. So Liam oh, yeah, and Diana go to this other realm where Liam has hidden away one of the last remaining, I think the last remaining oracle. Um, And his name is Rockerum. <laughs> actually highlighted that because I, I knew I was going to want to talk about him um, and he's your typical oracle he speaks in riddles and Diana finds him extremely annoying or I shouldn't even gender him because he's there this big yeah you know kind of if you ever watched Adventure Time now I can't remember but they go like talk to this kind of oracle like creature who just expands the whole area yeah. Anyways, he says, they say, I'm going to use genderless. Um, The prophecy remains. One falls, one rises, and the end begins. It was foretold and will remain. One carved from darkness, one carved from light. The world will shudder. Good old dark and light prophecy. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that means, but who's the dark? Who's the light? The dark could be Diana or the dark could be Caden and the light could be Diana and Leon could have nothing to do with it. Totally possible. We don't really know. I mean, I guess it's assumed that like Diana must be the dark, but I don't know if it's really assumed. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, I don't know. Her character's confusing because like you said, she does all these terrible things and she hints at all of these terrible things that she's done in the past 
but she's I don't know she's still like too good she's just a girl yeah they make it <laughs> seem like she wrestles more with her humanity than how it's the book is written she doesn't yeah. seem to wrestle with it that much in the book she seems pretty human she seems right. like pretty capable of love um, and craving of love and you definitely get that she understands she's not supposed to be that way and Caden doesn't want her that way and yeah, she has really tried to like beat it out of her over the years as uh, she had to like fight to allow him to have a photo of her and her sister in the room that they share I guess but he won't stay and sleep with her after they have sex and yes I don't know I, I maybe maybe I would have been happier if this book would have like backed up a bit and started more when she was like entrenched in that instead of her just like hearkening back to it yeah but I get like it, they wouldn't have had enough time to develop the relationship between her and Liam if that had happened I mean maybe that's probably like part of the problem why we're having such a hard time really like connecting the whole Liam and Diana story like I do think Liam's the one for her like I don't feel like any hesitation there but like we were introduced briefly to this Caden guy who's such a pivotal role in like who she is but then you don't get any Caden so that it's like but I need to know about him first before I can understand like why she's with Liam kind of you know yeah like you don't quite get that and then by the end it feels like everything is reversed and then like Diana finally is the character that we've been told she is all along you know like she finally kind of lets go of her humanity and is pissed and like kind of this monster that we've been told that she is so it's just like I don't know there's like a whole like it's almost like you're in like a fever dream for this book I'm like yeah it's like will the real Diana please stand up you know (laughs) kind of thing right I don't I don't know I by the end I was totally into it but that's because she was finally like well it was just creepy and weird and Caden shows up and he's evil and like maybe that's it maybe I needed some real evil in the book like I needed a yeah I mean I feel like the the big bad as we like to call it was kind of just absent from this book yes like the threat of him was always there but there wasn't a lot of action taken yeah um, and then yeah, when she does go to the Oracle, I should just say so I can finish that thought. They do learn that the book of Azrael is real. And they also learn that the book has the recipe or like, I don't know, the way to kill Liam. Because really Liam is him. basically like he's truly immortal. Like nothing can kill him. Like, you know, we read these books and they're immortal, I say, quote, unquote, but they can die. There's a way for everybody to die. But for Liam, it's like there ain't no way, like nothing can kill him. But apparently something can. And the only way to find out how is in this book. Right. Which I feel like is a whole nother story. That's the thing. There is like, like you said, this is like very much like an ensemble feel. But I also feel like there's five different stories in this one book. Like, I don't like where do you focus? Dang. But I don't know. Maybe this series will go on for a very long time. Then it'll all make sense. Maybe. I, I'm definitely, if if I hadn't had to move to the next thing for the podcast, I definitely would have read the second book right away. Really? Even though it took me forever to, to read the first one. And I did like it overall. Like, I yes. would recommend it to other people. But me I too. just felt like there it was real, like, peaks and valleys for me. There was some parts where I was like, okay, I'm I'm in it. I'm reading along. I'm, you know, I want to read. I want to like break away from whatever I'm doing to read. And then there were other 
parts where it just lagged for me and I don't know why. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. Like I did, like I I read it nonstop. Like there wasn't ever like I don't want to read that book. Like I definitely wanted to read it, and like there's so much I liked about it. So I don't know why I feel just kind of like meh. Yeah, there is one character that I thought we did get a good amount of, and I liked, and I'm anxious to see. Oh no, wait, did they die at the end? I think they did. Drake, is this vampire friend, Drake. Yeah, Drake. Drake didn't, didn't die at the end, but his like, brother did. Didn't one of them die? Did Drake I feel like die one at the of end? Them die. I feel like one did. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, remembering but, incorrectly. Well, he might have died. I don't remember. Well, in the beginning, you thought he died because you yeah. thought that. See, that was the hard I thing, too. That. You first meet this character and like you're like getting to know her. And then it's like she kills this guy, like this vampire friend. That's her friend because Caden tells her she has to to like, you know, get a couple days off to go spend with her sister, which just seemed really weird to me. And like, that's so like, you know, that was a way to like show how their dynamic of her. Yeah. Like in order yeah. for her, in order for him to grant her those small kernels of her humanity, she had to be a monster. So yeah. Were, yeah. Like I liked that you got to see that. I just wanted to see more of it, I guess. See, I swear I felt kind of like I was struggling as like the reader. I was just like, wait, do I even like Diana? Like, like, like that's kind of harsh. Like, I get that that's her circumstance and like that is her reality. But dang. But then later on, you find out she didn't really kill him anyways. So whatever. Say lovey. Yeah. But I did like their dynamic together. And I thought, you know, he was a good he was kind of used in the same way I would have assumed that her sister would have been used as a way to to humanize Diana to Liam. But he ultimately betrays her. Yes, but he ultimately betrays her. Everybody and that's why betrays her. I, but I, I didn't, I didn't get a feeling like he was jazzed about it. You know, like no, something seemed, weird was going on because yeah. they were all like sitting there with like blank faces. Like you know, she makes note of that that like nobody quite seems like they're like there voluntarily. Yeah, because there was that other witch, and now I, I did not write her name down, so I don't remember. But it was the one that kissed Liam. And then she was all pissed off. Diana was all pissed off about it. But then she had to kiss him for the spell to be able to be communicating to him to go along with it. And so now I'm like, was that I guess that was all part of the betrayal or is there still going to be? I don't know. It got real weird at the end. That's it was very confusing. So there could absolutely still be some twists because like she was like Diana's lover, right? Like, and yeah, she cared a lot for Diana. So it does mm-hmm. seem weird that she would just like betray her and betray her again. Like, you know, triple betrayal. I don't know. A lot of betrayal. She also like let Diana kind of get the like shit kicked out of her. I was like, really? Like, did you have to well, prove I mean, the I point think that she much? She kind of powerless in some respect. I but- guess. I don't know. It's all strange. And then I, you know, I thought that like whole component was weird. It's like, why are we being reminded again that Diana's done terrible things because that house they randomly find to stay in because they're like trying to get away and Diana needs to heal. And basically Liam saves her. Oh yeah. The and that house yeah, yeah. like ends up being the parents of like the guy's body that she had taken over when the, when she first went in and blew up the council. It's like, why did we get that component? Like why? But she did. Liam didn't tell her that. No, because they didn't want to like bother her. Yeah, but like yeah, exactly. Just, why at all? <laughs> like, there's got to be a reason. Like yeah. you know that that we needed to be reminded of like her past sins, kind of thing. You know, but I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess mean, I did really like it. I just like felt kind of icky about some of the stuff and I wasn't sure how to go with it. Yeah. And, and I, I did really, find Liam boring. I stand yeah, by that. I was Liam's say, boring. As a, as a paranormal romance or whatever, fantasy romance, I'd, I wasn't, I'm not drawn to Liam. He's I'm okay. He's fine. Like, I'm glad he's nice to her and. Yeah, I'm glad, like, you know, like, there's a lot of talk about, like, you traded one tyrant for another, but, like, you're definitely seeing, like, Liam is not the same, like, type of creature as Caden, at least what we know of Caden. I mean, I can appreciate that they're both broken in different ways, and they, they come to regard each other as a source of comfort from their trauma. Like, that's sweet. And like, yeah. that's good for some people. Like, that's a good recipe for some people. It's just not like my particular. Case. There is like a healing sweetness to it yeah. all. Yes. I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, like, I don't dislike Liam. I just like <laughs> you. I find him to be a bit milk toast. I guess. <laughs> I think my big like misstep too was like when I first started reading the book, of course, I'm always trying to visualize the characters. And like, I... The, he, they were describing Caden. I'm like, oh, it's like an Idris Elba type. Okay. And so that's how I see him now. So, of course, I'm like, ooh, I want to see more of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I did that. That's all on me. That is not on the author. That is my doing and my choice. And well, then, yeah. I'm, I am very interested in getting more Caden because I really yes. want, I want, I mean, I think he's going to be bad. Like, I don't think he's going to be like redeemable. No, in any I don't capacity, think so either. No, because he killed her sister. Like, yeah. we're done. We're yeah. done with Caden. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to know his background. I want to yes, know like what his vendetta is against Liam. I don't even think it's against Liam specifically, just maybe his father. His father. Or his Yeah, lineage. because it, it turns out like they're actually this like beings that are somehow older than the god. Like they're the original gods. That was the all primordials. Little... There's the yeah. primordials. Who created oh, them? So I think much like this, much like the Jennifer gods, Armentrout. yeah, much like the celestials or the gods have the hand. Yes, the primordials had the Igmarothan and the these special ones that were like okay. the heads of their army or something. Yeah, and that was a cool moment too. Like as much as I was like, wait, I thought we just figured out what they are. Now we're like, there's this other like component and layer and there are these like kings and queens but I did like the fact that it was like because the whole time Liam is like who is Caden like who is this guy like why does he have so much power why does he have such a like vendetta against me and then like he finally sees Caden and he's like oh that's well, not no, fucking Caden he Kaden. doesn't like, recognize him he does he knows who he is at the end I, didn't I thought he remember did that. I thought he looked at him and was like I've never seen this guy before well, no, because he's somebody like he does, I don't think he looks like he used to look. Right. But by the end, like he knows, like I thought he figured. Yeah, I know. He figured it out at the end. I believe you. I just don't remember. That. Or was it he figured out that like he's starting to piece it together because the um Tobias or whatever he realizes is something else or yeah. somebody else. I mean, he yeah, no, he knows, knows that they're he the, knows. They whatever they call together. them, the four kings of yeah. Yajedan. And therefore, Diana's a queen somehow because they're like, I don't know, they're like reincarnated. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little sloppy. I mean, I don't know that it's sloppy because I don't know how much she wants us to connect. Oh, fine. By the end of book one. (laughs) But then like the end totally takes this weird turn because it's like, like we don't really know the world we're in, but I guess it's a lot like Earth. And like there's TVs and mini marts and things like that. And then at the end, it's like they're watching TV. And then they take over the like 
the TV signal waves <laughs> signals and then it's like this, yeah it looks like a like news like a news what am i trying to say here you know yeah, like, like a, a news broadcast a, a news broadcast there you go yeah. and but they're it's like, like he's dead like puppeting the yeah, he's like necromancing them and they're like in breaking news we have a like you know blah 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 <laughs> this is going down and i was like this is crazy like what am i reading now this is insane which I kind of yeah. loved. I love no, it I when something it just great. goes completely absurd yeah. like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and that and it did. Like I said, like it. A lot of times, it had more of like a sci-fi feel to it, which I I kind of like that. I don't know if you love that kind of vibe, but uh, I don't. I liked that part of the you book. Did like that, so yeah. I guess it so, just depends. Yeah. It was kind of cool, and then like yeah, and it, then all of a sudden it's like part like news broadcast, part game show, and like Kaden is like, and up next, and then like he kills Gabby, which is pretty crazy, but. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not like. Did he really? I'm wondering if there's I can't some why he would. That was his one like go to card. I mean, for, like, I guess that's Diana. just like a classic misdirect, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But I'm gonna be honest. Part of me was like, oh, good, Diana's free now, because like everything she did that's was true. just based on saving Gabby, and yeah. like now she doesn't have that like tether. You know, and it's she, so funny too because like I was gonna talk about this when earlier and I forgot like we meet very early in the story we meet Rick who's Gabby oh, yeah. so like Gabby's Poor a Rick. nurse and yeah and she's like been dating this doctor named Rick and then I'm like what happens with him and then she Gabby's Gabby, like in love with him and questions Diana about the possibility of making him immortal so that they can be together and like asking like, Caden to turn like, him. Yeah. And then we just like, okay, well, I guess they're done now. And Rick's. But awesome. also like, what kind of relationship do they have with Caden to where Gabby was like, let's just ask him to turn Rick for me. Like that would be a reasonable request because everything that like you're taught about Caden is that like, he's. Yeah. Does he even mess about with you, Gabby? Like, do you ever even interact he with him do at all? something like that for you? Like, it's just like, it was very weird. Was yeah. Like, like, I don't understand. Like, there's a lightness to this book in a situation that shouldn't be light. Yeah. Well, I guess my point is, like, why are are we going to get more of Rick? Because I don't even really understand, like you were saying about the other thing. I don't understand that component of the story. If it's like, okay, well, that seemed pointless. Yeah. Then I don't. I, I don't guess, know. I don't know. I guess as a way to talk about, because she uses that to talk about the bond that Logan and his wife, I think it's Navara is her name, have. Yeah. It's the, oh gosh, I have it somewhere in my I notes. They have like a fancy like symbol tattooed on their body. To yeah, it's, it's it. pretty much your classic mate scenario. Mates. It's like yep. the bond that they, oh, here we go. It's the ritual of, however the hell you say it, uh, Dissin, Dissin. Oh, the ritual yeah. of Dissin. <laughs> Dyson. <Sarah>, yeah. <laughs> D-H-I-H-S-I-N. I swear to God, these fantasy books are going to kill me. They they really call into question my ability to put words together. Um, what sounds do those letters make? Uh, but anyway, it's a ceremony that bonds soulmates irrevocably. They're irrevocably. Left, sure. <laughs> Irref- yeah, what you said, what she said. Uh, they're left with these stylized runic symbols with beautiful flourishes and Hot. it's on the third finger of the man's left hand and the right finger of the female's hand. And when they press their palms together, the symbols meet and the marks are unique for each couple. And once complete, there's no divorce and no leaving, which I'm like, I don't know about that. What if we just get sick of each other? You won't. That's your mate. 
I suppose. You will yeah. only crave Classic them. Meat. But anyway, that's what Ga- that's what Gabby wants. Gabby so wants Rick, that. So Rick must be real important. Rick roll. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we just get to see him naked once and that's pretty much it. Which once again, Diana it's just like, what him. am I reading? Because it's like their whole story is like, oh, here's like a light rom-com mixed in with this like end of times epic well i know that you are getting ready to reread this soon but what it really reminded me of or what i i'm not trying to say she's what it was inspired by was it kind of seemed very bryce quinlan of of crescent city oh i don't remember that book at all has an era of lightness in a world of dark like Ah. she kind of has that same effervescent i don't give a fuck attitude Huh. Even though the shit's going down, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe she's never even read that book. It just seemed like maybe she, it was a little bit of that flavor okay. added to it. I didn't hate it, but yeah, it did seem out of place. Yeah, there's just like I felt like there was like five different books in this one book, and that would be why it's so long. Mm-hmm. But once again, I stand by. I liked it. Yeah, it I just, liked it too. It's different. Like the minute I started reading it, I'm like, this is not our normal tale. This is different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess I'm also just um you know it was like I said it was a good book it was it was solid like I would recommend it I would read it I I would read more <laughs> um but it, I just find it so interesting when some people out there just really connect like they really latch yes. on to like a, a, a world or a couple or a main female main character and I just I felt like even though I enjoyed it, I was reading it very passively. Yes. Like, I liked it. I will read more. However, if I never read another one, that would also be fine. I'm not, like, chomping at the bit. Yep. So Which I, is interesting because it's such a, like, like you said, like, it's super popular. People are loving it. They're really connecting to it. Like, maybe we're aging out. I don't know. Like, that could be. That could People be. want like a kinder leading man. Yeah, and that's totally fair. Like I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. Like there's space for everybody. And I think this book has a lot of good things to give. It's just, again, like I'm not really here to review a book in terms of like telling somebody else what to read or what to write. I just want to talk about it. Yeah, I just like the, this was my personal feeling on it. But by the end, I was like, oh, all right. So basically Diana's like, Roar, and like dragging creatures out and flies away and I'm like oh yeah so go he's down. gonna have to like find her and figure out a way to bring her back to her humanity so yeah I want to yeah. read that that sounds interesting but I yeah. just wish that Liam was like I don't know I guess the fact that everything just went like whoosh like right over his head yeah, he's like, like I don't know, he should I think be he, smarter. He should yeah. be like picking up more cues here. And like and he maybe was he was distracted. For it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, like he's distracted. He's dealing with not feeling anything for all these years and then kind of coming back into these emotions. And he mentions that throughout. He's like, That's you true. know, I, this is a distraction and, I need, and nothing can happen here. I need to be focusing on this, but I keep getting pulled into to her world and... Yeah. Um, so it's not like, you know, not like it came out of nowhere, but still, like, I don't know. You just you just expect the alpha to have it all in hand. You know what I mean? Yes. You don't expect, like, the wool to be pulled over the alpha's eyes. Like, the alpha's always 
10 steps ahead of everybody else. Well, that's because we expect everyone to be Jericho Barons, and they're just not. Yeah. You know? That's true. <laughs> for better or worse, like, I'm sure a lot of people don't so like him. Maybe that is actually the hang-up for us, because that's what we like it when our alphas kind of see it all, and they're on yeah. top of it, and they're controlling it. TCB, you know, I mean, baby. Take yeah, care of business. That's what I like. And in this book, the only alpha doing that is Caden. Even though he's behind the scenes, he's a step ahead. He knows what's going on. He's manipulating the situation and he's going to come out victorious. At the, well, he does at the end, basically. Like I would say, he comes out victorious. So like he's displaying those traits that we really like in our alphas. He's yeah. just also a psychopath um, but <laughs> and not a good fit for Diana. No. But so like, maybe that's where like the hang up for like us is like what for what we like is happening and why Liam's just kind of like milk toast for us. Oh, he does have that blade of oblivion. I didn't bring that yeah, up. Yeah, so he's got like an edgy side because and like maybe that's it. Maybe he's really trying to like avoid that and so he's coming across very like meh. Cuz yeah, he does have this if he like he gives into his emotions at all. He'll be He's the world ender. No good can come of it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get so, that. So yeah, it's all there, and I'm willing to let it unfold. And that's where I'll leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there's plenty of stories that I've really enjoyed, and I'm not like putting the alpha in my spank bank, as it it's were. Not a, <laughs> I was going to say your top five, but spank bank works too. <laughs> I've got an order, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Liam. You don't make the cut. But yeah, you seem you seem lovely. Yeah, it's not for me. It's cool. I need a little more edge, I guess. That's always been my uh, cup of tea flaw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. This is a safe space where yeah. we get to, you know, whatever. It, like indulge in our kinks, and it's an imaginary universe, so it doesn't matter. We true, both have lovely true. people that treat us well in our real life and absolutely. <laughs> I am though. I you did bring up the point like what is it that people are connecting to in this book so much and I am curious about that. Like I would love to like chat with someone that really did just like love this book and just like eat it up and connect with it. Cuz I want to yeah. understand. <laughs> I mean, I like Diana. Diana is a great yeah, Diana's character. Diana's awesome. Yeah, she's cool. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something that was off. Like you said, something was just off for me. Yeah. I did read the second River of Shadows book, though, and I liked mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm excited for the third one. Even though, like, I don't know. Like, look, I know everybody's into spice, spice, spice. We got to have the spice. And I get mad when there's no spice. So I definitely, definitely get it. Do. But there's all, it's just a fine line, right? Like, for me, yeah. I think I just... I prefer story over spice I don't want spice to be all there is I don't want it to be some like thrown together book where it's just a lot of sex scenes and not enough world building like we've got we've talked about this many times like I have to care about the characters and I want there to be an exciting story like I want all of that I want like a well-crafted world and I did feel like with the second book of that series it was starting to maybe get too much too much too much too much effort toward the spice and not enough to the story yeah the spice went somewhere I'd never had spice go but uh well yeah there's kind of a similar scene in another book that you haven't read yet and I don't want to say I I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to give it away like I know you'll read it eventually so 
And we'll probably talk about it on the podcast. What is it? I'm reading something right now. And I don't understand why I can't get into it because I loved the first one. Oh, what is it? I don't it? remember what it's called. We, we read <laughs> it. It's one of the covers with the, the like pod? flowers and the swords and the Oh, that the, really narrows it down. Right. <laughs> um, no, it's the it's the cool vampire one. Like it's the really neat vampire oh, world. Oh, are you talking about King of Battle and Blood? Are you talking about the Queen of Myth and whatever? The second oh. one of that? Scarlet. No, no, not that one. That one was too yeah. much for me. Um, the one that's like the like the they were in the like contest and then they are together and at the end, like he sacrifices himself, but then she's like, No, bring him back. And then they're ruling this like world together because he killed her father, who was like the master vampire, and now their race of vampire is the master race. This you know this series. No, you love this book. And I think you read the second one too. And I just started the second one. And like, basically they're not like, I thought they were just going to like keep, you know, being into each other, but they're not into it. They're mad at each other. Now I'm going to need to know what the name you know who this, is. You know what this is. It's like, a, it's not the beating wings. It's the other one that we read around the same time. And there's like the, Victor and Oriana. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, the serp- second serpent of. There you go. Uh, yeah. That. Whatever. Wings of Night. See, exactly. The crowns so of Nyaxia. Is it's the got name flowers and swords and yeah. font. Honestly, I barely even look at the covers of the books anymore because I just read it on my Kindle. So. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah I'm no, the second wait. one of that. I can't get into it. Yeah. It's like, very. Ugh. I told you it was very different from the first one. I cannot get into it. Equally as good for me. I just, just different. All right. I like, they just reintroduced uh, his friend. What did you read last? I read the fourth wing. Okay, well. Which that one I do think lives up to the hype. (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, we're, so what are we reading for next week, Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) The fourth wing. Everybody's talking about this. I see this book everywhere. And, this book is not a paranormal romance. This book is something that I've recently discovered, and I think this is probably a TikToker thing. It's a romanticy. And I don't know if I like this. Romanticy. I mean, a fantasy romance. Yeah, but like, why do we have to make a. Like, why do we I need a, another word for it? Yeah, and like, I get it because there's always like, there is like, we've questioned this before. Like, is this like. Is this a paranormal romance or is this urban fantasy or is this like... I mean, I still think it's paranormal romance because like, too. you have people that have magical abilities. Yeah. Like they are human, but... Yeah, I agree. So I'm like, why are we making a new... Because I guess term. paranormal romance is passe now. That's for old broads like us. Well, romanticy. <laughs> that sounds like... Yeah, I'm not saying that. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page here because I read, yeah. I like saw that. I was like, ew. Nope. <laughs> I just like reacted instantly, like, ew. I mean, yeah, what call it whatever. Call it whatever you want, but I'm not calling it that. <laughs> I shall not be using that hashtag. <laughs> but then, okay, so like if Harry Potter were like grownups and there was more sex, I guess you'd still call it like a paranormal romance, would you? Or would you I call would. it some, what would you call it? You I mean, call I think it a paranormal romance or fantasy romance are kind of interchangeable. And then what about like, already or an urban fantasy? Is that yeah. what we called them? I with don't the, really with a know what romance. that means. 
Yeah, I don't urban know. fantasy. What's that mean? Does it have to be modern, like urban? It's edgy. <laughs> urban makes me think of like city, city, modern yeah. times. It's a cool modern kids. city fantasy. Yeah, because that's not true. Well, maybe that's know. why they came out with romanticy. It covers it all. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, yeah, I get it. I just don't, it's not for me. Yeah. I don't like it, but that's how this book is being marketed. It's a romanticy. Mm. I mean, well, the marketing's been great because it is huge. Like yeah. I, it's been a, a real challenge for me because I knew we were going to, I was saving it for the pod. I knew we were going to cover it. Um, and it's been a real challenge for me to avoid spoilers because there's, I follow a lot of like bookstagram accounts, a lot of um, Instagram art accounts that do art from the types yeah. of books I read. And it's been like I've had to oop, oop, scroll <laughs> quickly because it's like I, I don't like spoilers. And some people don't yeah. care about that. But I just I, I just really like to experience the books organically. And yeah, I mean, like I'll go. I am enjoying it. I'm not done with it yet. Um, but I did. I do have this like I don't know if it's that like cool girl inside of me that's like I kind of wanted to not like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say like I I was like, is this YA? This feels YA, but I still loved it. Romanticity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Book I d- will. Yeah, we'll save we'll save the conversation for next week. But like, I totally get it. I'm not even yeah. halfway through, so it's like hopefully we'll be talking about it next you week. Get with I've got it. I've had busy things. Coming up, so I haven't had as much downtime to read as I would like. Well, it's also a very long book. I know. So, um, two long ones back to back. I know, I know. So yeah, so that's what we're reading next, which will hopefully be next week, unless you know I can't get it together and I might need to take a week off again. But I'll do my best. I've got company coming into town. Oh, wait, but we have to do it because maybe your company will join us. Yeah, they might. We might have special guests on the pod because both of my friends that are coming to visit have both read this book as well. Yeah, so so get get with it. But one of them is very shy, and so I I would be surprised if she decides to join. She doesn't have to say much. That's what I said. She can can just kind of, I mean, there'll be four of us, like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that they do join because that'd be fun. We haven't had a guest on the pod. Yeah, and honestly, we agree too much. So, like, (laughs) that's true. We're boring. Not always, though. Sometimes we have different opinions. We do have like those markers of of you know, like you. Well, you love Jericho too, but like you're a Ryan and I'm a Baron. Like that's. I mean, I I think I don't know if you'll take. I don't know honestly. Yeah, you could have a sandwich. You'll be in the middle. I think I might like the whole sandwich approach. I'm not sure. I never thought that I would until that one book with Kieran and Hawk, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I didn't like that. (laughs) Do I like this? (laughs) I mean, I I don't mind the idea, but I didn't like it with that those characters. I don't know. I'm like, I like, I like one guy, one gal. Again, not to yell anyone's yum. It's like. Absolutely, there's room for there's room for it all, and it's all good. But I just, you know, I like the special connection. I like an alpha that doesn't want to share. I get that. Yeah, that's just my kink. There's something about it. Yeah, Yeah. that's just my kink. But there's, you know, like I said, there's room for all of it. So I'm not saying like one thing's right and one thing's wrong. It's just the things I personally gravitate towards. Yeah. To the things that I'm like, meh, it's fine, but. It's not making me feel warm down there or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And on that. (laughs) And on that, 
Yeah, thanks for going along with us on our tangent here. I felt like my thoughts were pretty disorganized about this book, but that's because there was like a lot going on. That was the book. It's honest. It's organic, like I like to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. Book of Azrael. Oh, I should say that the second book is out. It's called The Throne of Broken Gods, and it was released uh, in May of this year. That's a good title. I assume there's going to be more books, but I haven't read this one, so I don't know. But I will read it. Yeah, I kind of want to read it. I like the title. Yeah. As soon as we have a break, I'll go back to it for sure. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club with your hosts, Lisa and Jessica. We have more episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you pod. If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at SexyScaryBook or send us an email and tell us what you think at SexyScaryBookClub at gmail.com.